0: hello hello eloise <laughs> cast land people yeah <laughs> just for change <laughs> just for a change <sighs> Today we're like the 11th of september oh, right september 11th, or 12th no that's ninth. that was yesterday night yeah okay yeah ninth. all right we're, my brain is that's not okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can get it online with the cards. So today I picked the Princess of Swords. No, oh. for the for this week. So um, I think we had a feminine. Yeah, yeah, we're week. going. So, we're going through the girls. We're going through the gals yeah So um, what she brings forth is, you know, a, a, a hide. Feminine intellect. It's really a, a, a deep understanding of the intellect, though she might not use it the way the Queen of Swords does. She's really the master of her intellect in the feminine. The, the princess could be, you know, more adventurous. She can go out and slay a few, a few dragons. Yay. Now, we don't usually represent the fe- feminine as the slayer of dragons it would be our masculine that slays the dragon right mm. so if i'm as a in a female body it would be my prince of swords that would go out and slay the dragon or maybe my knight of swords would go out so the difference being the feminine it, she's going to be the slayer because the feminine is disruptive She's the one who just catalyzes everything <laughs> know she's, she's she's the destroyer yeah. right so uh, that energy can uh be destructive to the way we think mm. especially since this is swords and it's all about thinking so she's she's operating on a on a deep level. you might be the one catalyzing other people with thinking differently um taking note of uh, people's deceptions, mm. right? So you could be the one who's, or or things that are not logical, where people make a deduction and the deduction makes no sense because it's based on a fallacious premise, right? So if I presume uh, the world is flat yeah. uh, and I make all assumptions based on a flat earth, well, you know, you're going to fall off the edge, you know, how do we stay on, you know, whatever we're going to think. I can't let my ship go out that far. If I take an airplane, got to make sure it stops at this point. And the, the princess would say, well, that's ridiculous. How do we stay on? Why doesn't everything fall off the edge? You know, Where are we constantly <laughs> finding people who've fallen off the edge, right? Or whatever. I'm just being yeah. silly now, but um, she, she definitely um, will catalyze. So she's like the girlfriend. I'm uh, using a female, yeah. but it can be a male as well. But girls, you know, the difference between the masculine and feminine is, is, is huge, but within an individual, within a human being, you don't have much of a difference between male and hmm. female. Like men and women, it's really not that different. It's so so slight because we both have a masculine and feminine. So one teacher has said, we uh, a woman will be fifty one percent feminine yeah. and forty nine percent masculine, and a man will be fifty one percent masculine, forty nine percent feminine. That's not much of a difference. No. That's like. Yeah. 2%. And of course, we could still vary within there, right? If we're, if someone is gay, someone is straight, someone is um, binary or whatever, you know, we're going to have different um, variations, but we all have a masculine and feminine. So I like to look at um, examples of women because we tend tend to be bossier. <laughs> right? So yeah. I was working, uh, my nephews and my niece used to play together and then she started to get a little older and come for visits she doesn't live in in Canada and come for visits and one day the little one looks at me and says can you take her because she's too bossy (laughs) and I was like oh I said that's just the way girls are they're just bossier um we can often because the masculine tends to you know go more it's father sky and the Feminine is Mother Earth, so if you if we're up in the clouds, mm. which we can be, I don't care if you're a woman or a man, we're up in the clouds and we're getting all creative and thinking of ideas. Then we go down to earth to try and manifest the idea, and the earth says, "Well, how are you going to do that? Yeah, <laughs> you know, who's going to do this part and who's going to do that?" So that's often the husband and wife, like he's dreaming of all the future, and she says, "Well, who's going to take out the garbage? Yeah. Oh, you're such a downer." You know, I've had my my husband say that to me. So, oh, you're such a downer when I come up with an idea. And I'm like, not really. You know, And just interjecting with some realities, some basic functions. I know it brings you mm-hmm. down and you just want me to support your idea. But I'm going to be the disruptor of your idea. <laughs> and by the way, sweetheart, you do it to me yeah. as well. You know, the minute I'm off into my fantasy land, when I'm up in my masculine, he'll come in and go, well, you know, honey blah 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 and I'm like oh that's a downer but it makes yeah. sense you know it's just what it does so we may find these energies around us this week we may find that you know things are disrupting the way we think uh, new ideas come in we could uh, have all kinds of experiences that relate to you know this little princess with her sword you know but it's not pointed outward it's pointed downward but you could feel the tra- trajectory yeah. of that sword is about to be swung so you could actually be that princess of sorts hopefully on on our podcast this dose of truth i'm the one catalyzing people yeah. not violently but catalyzing them uh catalyzing all of you out there to think a little bit think differently uh, and again i like to always say i don't know what is right or wrong, we're just exploring. And these are the explorations that that we come up with. And sometimes you hear it and you can have a strong resistance to it. And that tells you, oh, I'm resisting. That's very Mm -hmm. different than I'm listening. And well, I kind of disagree or I have a different idea. And that's fine, right? But when we resist a new idea, that's a bit weird, right? Mm, yeah. Like, you, you have a, a topic and you have all these different sides to the topic. It's like, yes, and yes, and yes, and yes, and also, also. But we, when we say no, you know, don't talk about that. Don't say that. Um, you shouldn't have that point of view, which I'm certain most of you probably relate to in some mm-hmm. way that someone's going to tell you not to not speak. That's a defense. And and we don't, you know, if we do that, then we're not able to open up, and the the princess will keep, you know, using your little sword to nip at your your defense mechanism, whatever yeah. you you've clouded around yourself. She's going to keep coming at you, because you know she's she's knows her intellect. She knows when you're not making sense, and what someone could say. Well, why have that happen? Well, just as it would be difficult and disruptive for us to start exploring our thinking Well, uh, exploring that our thoughts are a mess um, is the same same feeling as when somebody comes at me with unexplored thoughts. Like they just believe all the thoughts rather than sit down, write them and realize how fallacious they are. Um, That becomes a place for uh, ag- aggressivity as well if you just really believe your idea to be the only true mm-hmm. one which we call ideologically possessed and you, you'll find it that, that all of you out there you know at least in some aspect of your life you'll know where you're ideologically possessed or have been yeah i, I look through history and go sure i've been ideologically possessed you know, I've been ideologically possessed by how I should care for people. I've been ideologically possessed by politeness. You know, I can't be rude. And and so many times when I felt that I couldn't be rude or abrupt, I would end up um, like, okay, here's a good example. Somebody's uh, talking a lot mm. uh, during one of their sessions. Okay, somebody's in a session, they're talking a lot. And I have work to do in the session and they keep rambling on Um, in, in therapy. Usually you're, you're, you know, the clock is behind you and the therapist, this was my experience Mm and all the therapy sessions I've seen, witnessed and been in that they would turn around and go, your time's up. And you're, you're escorted out rather rapidly. I always (laughs) admire that. (laughs) If I would be a little bit, I would be wishy-washy. You know, I want to give people extra stuff. And, of course, if they're talking and take up 45 minutes and I've got a treatment to do, I don't don't have enough time to kind of move into the session and do the session. So I've got to end it. And I've noticed different practitioners have different ways. Like sometimes I say, no, I'm not going to be on call with you or... um, I had one practitioner who said, "I'll speak to you for two minutes before the session. Then you're going to go lie down, and I'll email you the, the recording." Yeah. That was another way someone handled it. You know, everyone's got a different way of dealing with it. Uh, but, um, the the well, what I'm bringing up is being ideologically possessed. So, what would be one of my ideologies is I have to do my work honestly maybe it's the influence of breaking mm-hmm. and to me yeah. is if i if i make a commitment to you to um do this this session i want to do yeah. it but it's a fine line between well if you're going to talk for an hour and i go off and i haven't done the session i have to find another hour well that depletes me yeah so you know, and I and I struggle, I still struggle with it. I'm a little, I'm not quite certain yet. So I'm giving you all an example of how we can be ideologically possessed. Somewhere along the line, I am, by what though? Is it, is it rudeness? Is it the need to be polite, to be kind? Or maybe my whole structure is wrong. Maybe because sometimes I give people double sessions or, you know, I give them a discount and I give them the stipulations that, well, if you want a discount, It's only half an hour. And then, of course, they start talking. And it's like, oh, my God. All right, now we're already at this. But now, you know, they've already told me they don't have enough money to go for the full hour. So now I struggle with, let's say, kindness or generosity or, you know, there are a lot of ideologies that possess me. And I'm sure you could look. um, I think it's a great uh, thing to look at is what possesses you. And you think that it is a fact. I mean generic you to everybody, yeah. right? We think it's a fact. We think, no, there's no escape from this. Of course there is. It's it's really to understand the thinking is is mistaken. Mm-hmm. You know? And I often have to sit um clearly when I when I get into these muck-ups, usually I'll sit down and make it clear to myself and state it verbally exactly what my intentions are. Yeah for For different uh parameters, and they get foggy because I do have you know I like to help people out, and I do have people who I give you know the the discount rate to, but they they need to be they want to talk to me yeah and I get mucked up because I start going all right it's an hour, but it's so hard to charge someone something this I find really difficult, and then say, "Well, we went an hour." It's actually double. Yeah, right? I, I find that so difficult. If I haven't stated, look, your your half an hour is is up. Yeah. Or if I, you know, wasn't busy and I went an hour and then try to go back. These are all ideologies that I have. Instead of turning around, just going, all right, state it clearly. If you want this rate, this is how we're going to do it. If you want otherwise, it's a different rate. You know. Uh, but I feel bad sometimes. I feel bad for people who don't have enough money or are struggling or are really mm-hmm. ill and, you know, on their own. And I get involved in it. And that, to me, is ideology. I hope that helped, because I'm sure you, we all have this. It could be just visiting a friend. It could be uh, that thing about going out to dinner and one person has more money than the other. It could be so many different Parameters in which we start to see our ideological uh, possession. So the priest, the princess is going to be the one who's going to look at you and go, Silly you. Yeah. You make no sense. And your reaction could be, I know, and I need to clear this up for myself and start to set it in motion. Or I'll say, But there's nothing else I can do, which is for certain untrue. Mm. We're just scared to. We're just scared to, we, we, can, we can be struggling with something and then we're too scared to say exactly what, what we need in this particular circumstance. Like, I remember, you know, people would get really upset if they, in years ago, there's a Greek culture that brings things to, we bring things to someone's house when we go over. Yeah. And if somebody visits us, you know, we have to serve them something. So I, I didn't grow up nece- like my family did it, but I grew up, you know, in, in, yeah. in, a different environment. So I didn't feel quite obligated. I, I, I always worked a lot. So I didn't feel obligated. I remember a friend of mine who's Greek turned around and said, what's wrong with you? <laughs> don't you know you're supposed to serve me something? And I'm like, Oh, I don't do that anymore. You, whatever you want, you just ask me. Yeah. <laughs> so it, you know, like, oh, I can't ask. And I go, yeah, but you can tell me I'm doing something. Yeah, wrong. The difference. <laughs> you know, I'm not following your your ideology, your belief system. Right? Yeah. It's 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 very funny how we'll we'll, you know, adhere to some idea. So yeah. the priest asked, was like, Well, I, I I think differently. I your your way of doing things is not a given. It's not a given. Mm and and i always find it, one of the things i'm noticing is that when we're when we're ideologically possessed we have no empathy for anyone else mm. mm-hmm. it's it's like i i'm not actually feeling what someone else feels i'm more in the state of this is all about you know me and what i'm doing yeah so you know she wouldn't even uh, have turned around and said well um let's say uh you know what's going on with you you know are you okay no it's what's wrong with you why aren't you serving it's like i'm Mm. exhausted i'm exhausted i've been working 18 hour days for seven days you're coming for a visit really nice but now i have to work for you because you've come to see me makes no sense that's just no i'm not i'm not doing that uh but the the lack of empathy that that comes mm-hmm. up, right? When we become ideologically possessed. Yeah. yeah. I find this really interesting. We've had two good weeks now of new stuff kind of yeah, pouring to the Yeah, hmm. Well, we'll stop there yeah. and see if you are the princess this week. Or someone else is the princess that catalyzes. You. So cool. it's gonna be interesting. Gonna be an interesting week. Love to hear your feedback. Yeah. Ooh, well Eloise, as, as always, thank you for anchoring, anchoring Me Through Anchor. It's yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I picked so, it to build this. <laughs> so everyone have a lovely, a lovely, lovely week and we'll yeah. see you next week. Okay, take care. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye.